0: You're listening to Bloom and Tech with David Bloom. This podcast sponsored by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Streaming giant Netflix' latest strategy to stick out from an increasingly crowded field of deep-pocketed online video services made a big move this morning as it's Roma, directed by Alfonso Cuaron, tied for the most Oscar nominations of any film. Roma tied with Yorgos Lanthimos' twisty period piece of palace intrigue, the favorite, for the most Oscar nods to uh, ten, including Best Picture and most of the other highest profile categories. Nominations were announced this morning during a Motion Picture Academy event in the pre-dawn hours in Los Angeles. Roma's a somewhat unlikely Oscar heavyweight, a semi-autobiographical, deeply meditative black-and-white period piece set amid political and personal strife of early 1970s Mexico City. It's actors speaking only Spanish and Mixtec. It stars mostly non-actors, led by Best Actress nominee Yalitza Aparicio and Best Supporting Actress nominee Marina de Tavera. She's, by the way, the most experienced of the troupe, with a, a long line of uh, credits to her name. But Quaron, who previously won Oscars for writing and directing Gravity and was nominated for writing and editing in Children of Men and Itumama Mama Tambien, is himself an Academy favorite among its most respected creative minds. And indeed, that was reflected in today's nominations, where he personally is up for four Oscars, including as producer for Best Picture, director, cinematographer, and writer of Roma's original screenplay. Roma's also a favorite to win Best Foreign Language Film, though Pablo Pablo. Polakowski's Cold War from Poland has received a great deal of regard as well. Notably, Polakowski, like Quaron, is also one of five nominees for Best Director. Other Roman nominations include for Production Design, Sound Mixing, and Sound Editing. Netflix has been investing in awards-worthy projects for years. It began with big Emmy campaigns for original episodic series, such as House of Cards, which in 2013 picked up its first three Emmys, including David Fincher's directing win. More recently, both Amazon and Netflix have been buying up indie movies at the Sundance Film Festival and other major markets, further beefing up their original programming offerings with prestige projects. Netflix is expected to again be a big player at this year's festivals, including Sundance, which opens Thursday night in Utah. This past year, Netflix ratcheted up its approach to feature-length movies, going for high-profile films from high-profile filmmakers as it tries to differentiate itself from current and eminent competitors, including major media companies such as Warner Media, NBCUniversal, and Disney. All three of those giants have announced they will launch their own streaming services in coming months. As an example of the competition to come, it's worth noting that The Favorite is distributed by Fox Searchlight, a formidable award season player in 2015 alone it's birdman and grand budapest hotel won a total of eight oscars it's won many others before and since soon all that oscar dna will become part of disney which is buying up most of 21st century fox including searchlight disney's also taking back all the movies and shows it previously had sold to netflix for its own service including the two billion dollar grossing avengers infinity war and Best Picture nominee Black Panther, which grossed over $1.2 billion theatrically. The focus on prestige projects also may help Netflix justify its just-announced price hikes of as much as 18% to consumers who soon will have many more subscription options to choose from. In response to all the new name-brand competition, Netflix hired Lisa Tabak, one of Hollywood's most respected award strategists as a vice president. It secured deals for films from some of Hollywood's top directors, including The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, from four-time Oscar winners The Coen Brothers, who did No Country for Old Men, and Fargo. Buster Scruggs, a mordantly funny anthology of murder and mayhem in the American Old West, is nominated for Oscars in adapted screenplay and costume design. Both Roma and Buster Scruggs were given short theatrical-only releases ahead of their Netflix debuts, a limited but significant departure from the usual Netflix policy of releasing its films online and in theaters on the same day. The so-called day-and-date approach has met a few theater chains which show Netflix films. Netflix also spent heavily on TV and other advertising for Roma and Buster Scruggs, Variety estimated it spent $25 million on Roma alone, as Netflix embarked on fairly traditional awards campaigns to gin up awareness among awards voters. Netflix even opened Roma in Mexico and some other overseas markets before bringing the films online to its customers in 192 countries. Regardless of its streaming distributor, Roma's Best Picture nomination is unusual for any foreign-language film. It's only the 11th time a foreign-language film has been nominated for the top award in Oscar's entire 91-year existence. No foreign-language film has yet won Best Picture, though arguably the 2011 silent film homage, The Artist, starring French actors Jean Dujardin and Béonice Bégeot, and directed by the Lithuanian-French Michel Hazanovicius would have been a foreign-language nominee had it actually contained speaking parts. Among all the streaming giants, Amazon's Manchester by the Sea won two Oscars in 2017, including Best Supporting Actor for Casey Affleck. Last year, Netflix's Icarus won Best Feature Documentary. Hulu's The Handmaid's Tale has won 11 Emmys the past two years, including 2017's Best Drama Statue, a first for the streamers. Should Roma win Best Picture, it would be the first Best Picture win by any film from an online streaming service. Also singled out this year for special awards season handling was Susan Bier's Bird Box, a horror story whose prominent cast includes Oscar winner Sandra Bullock. Bier, who directed one Oscar-winning foreign language film in *A Better World*, and another nominee, and also won an Emmy for directing the limited-run series *The Night Manager*, won't be taking home any Oscar gold this year, but she'll have something perhaps equally golden from *Bird Box*. As part of its quarterly earnings announcement last week, Netflix said *Bird Box* had already been watched by 80 million of its 139 million subscribers—an all-time record. <laughs> So that's my uh, latest episode. Thanks for listening, folks. I will talk to you soon. Looking forward to uh, talking more award stuff today on a show on Spectrum's uh, LA1 news channel. If you happen to get Spectrum Pay TV, if you're one of those folks, you can listen. It's going to be on Inside the Issues with Alex Cohen. And we'll be talking about the impact of streamers on Hollywood. Anyway, talk to you soon. Take care. And this is David Bloom for Bloom and Tech. Over and out. You've been listening to Bloom Bloomin' Tech. I am your host, David Bloom. Thanks so much. And our podcast has been sponsored in this episode by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Take care, everyone.